Hello, welcome to the Honest War Gamer. I'm your host, Rob, and this is the AC Mars Stat Center where we cover all of the events that happened at the weekend and we review the lists and we talk about them every week and we kind of look at trends and what's going on and how armies are performing. One of the cool things, one of the very cool things about this week is I get to shout out the fact that we have the Age of Sigmar country rankings and player rankings available uh, if you are interested in these sorts of things. So if you are playing in two-day events anywhere in the world, we've been able to collate how you're doing and the, in the different kind of uh, regions and also different factions which is quite cool and here you can see at the top of the pile so overall uh, over the course of this GHB Tom Guan, Gavin Greiger, Mike Stewart, Matt Goldsborough and Carson Whitlock representing the UK from Mike and Matt and then Canada for Carson and then the USA in top spot here uh, but very close, 6th and 7th we've got Norway, Juanoa Singh back in 8th uh, for the USA so we've got some real players playing so you can go check out your names check out the factions see the players who are doing really well these aren't just locked to bcp so uh, and this is different to the itc which is games workshops uh, ranking system which doesn't use the same formula that we use uh, we use six event results and a bunch of other information and in the future we're looking at adding things like club rankings in which should be really good so go check yourselves out or your friends and see who's the best player in your little local region which is fun as well this weekend, or sorry, this week, we're going to be looking at one, two, three, four, five different events, uh, but all the way, we're going to be looking at over 300 players. Five events, 300 players from the Netherlands, England, USA, England again, and Australia, which is cool. If you do enjoy the show and like what we do, you can support us on Patreon, which would be cool. Leave comments, like, and subscribe. Let's go look at all the lists, and thank you to the Twitch chat for hanging out with me while we do this. The first event that we're going to look at is the biggest of the week, and that is the Alliance Open Age of Sigma Masters held in Schiphol in the Netherlands, where the Dutch live. Over, You should go check them out. Alliance Open run events over there, 111 players playing it out in a wonderful venue. It's where Age of Sigma World Team Championships was held last year and will be held this year. 111 players and all three 5-0s at this event were the French team. This is definitely revenge for never being able to take the top spot at the team event, and so they're here for the singles trophies. <laughs> uh, now, in first place, we've got Hadrian and Torin. In second place, Joran Camper. And third place, Leo Barbe, all part of the French team. All excellent players as well. Uh, this is all using the new Battle Scroll, so uh, please uh, forget that. Uh, so, okay, what have we got? In first place, we have... Uh, Hadrian Torin, and he's using King Brod Stomp. King Brod, and then he has a Gatebreaker with the Gatebreaker as well with the Amulet of Destiny, and then a War Stomper with the hand, hand carved Nullstone icon. Then he has four Man Crusher Gargants, and these are in a battle reg, making it a three drop. Talked about this a lot just on the Twitch chat a moment ago, uh, but King Brod Stomp has got one of the most effective win rates in Age of Sigmar at the moment, but it is a little bit of a sleeper list which has been kind of interesting over the course of the past four to five months whenever Brod Stomp came out because it has had multiple 5-0s, multiple. And yet, it's not been very popular in play. When it has played, its win rate has been excessive, and yet it's odd that we haven't seen it used more. Coming up to the World Team Championships, interesting to see if we see every single team with a Gargant list. At the moment, based on how I see it, I probably would say yes. Uh, their win condition is particularly high. And I'd also argue that if you wanted the easiest Warhammer run of your life, then you should 
take some gargons, which is fun. But that doesn't that's not to dismiss from the obvious and excellent skill uh, that uh, we've got from uh, Hadrian, because he's a great player. In second place, we had Yorin Camper, but he's still one of the five O's. And he was running a Madcap Shaman. This is all in Jaws and Mork. Another Madcap Shaman. Grint Crack and a Squig Boss with the Clammy Hand, importantly. 20 Moon Clan Stabbers, 10 Boingrot Bounders, and 36 Squig Herd. Uh, then he had 10 Loon Smasher Fanatics, which I assume was buried inside of the Stabbers. Um, three Fold Water Trogos and two units of five Sports Splatter Fanatics. These are also Double Battle Reg and Andorian Acolyte. So he's going to have two units with a five up Spell Ignore. Uh, no, yes, with a five up Spell Ignore. Most importantly, though, generating more uh, Primal Dice, which is the important part, and a low drop. Now, Yorin, this list isn't that different to many other Gits lists that we've seen, but it's different in it's different enough that it's very much Yorin's take on this list. And importantly, Yorin played at the World Team Championships last year, both with Gits in the singles event, and also he played at the team event with Gits. And he's probably one of the most practiced players with Gits in the whole world, with an incredible win rate with them, and also excellent. So this very much reads like someone who knows so much about a book that he's doing his own little things. And the, the reason I'm saying that is because the inclusion of the double five Spore Splatter Fanatics, which, while they sometimes make sense, they could have been replaced with something like a Gobblepalooza, but we haven't seen we haven't seen that. So well done to Yorin as well. And then a pretty amazing little list in third place by Leo Barbie. He's running Skaven and he's got Thankwall making a comeback. And Thankwall will feature in another list later on. Then we'll see two Graceers, a Verminal Warbringer uh, with Devious Adversary and Warpstone Child. Might as well just buy it with it. Might as well just come on Warstroll Builder with those locked in. Uh, and then a Scabic Plague Seeker, a Warlock Bombardier. Then two lots of 10, uh, 20 Clan Rats, a unit of 20 Plague Monks, a Doom Wheel, and a Hell Pit Abomination. What is interesting... Oh, and a Warp Grinder. What's interesting about this list in particular is very much like we saw last week, we've seen an uptick in the trend of people using Doom Wheels and Hell Pit Abominations. And at this event, and also a couple of other Skaven, uh, a couple of other Skaven results we've seen recently, we've also seen an uptick in Thankwall uses. Thankwall obviously went away in its popularity thanks to the change to the Bringy Dingy or the Endless Spell, which made it move. But now I think Thankwall is being run around um, because of just his effectiveness in game as is at the moment. Uh, Plague Monks are unsurprising to me, uh, but normally you would see Plague Sensor Bearers, and that's kind of what's interesting about this list. Haven't seen as many Plague Sensor Bearers, which is very in vogue at the minute, but Doom Wheels and Hell Pits seem to be getting in more in vogue, which I think is really interesting, uh, because the Hell Pit, while effective, is very squishy, very, very squishy, and the Doom Wheel at 140 points is okay, but you're not really leaning into it, so it's just a little bit of everything, uh, which, to quote Jacob Brandon, who's one of my favourite Skaven players over from the US, he just, like, you need a little bit more reliability, so maybe it's getting reliability from different places here, which is interesting. Anyway, those are our three 5-0s. Congratulations to all three players. In the 4-1 section... It's dominated by Corn, Soul Black Grave Lords, but there's some interesting standouts here. We've got Martin Feingold, uh, got his 4 1, Federico Azali, Andrea Filo, William Hatch, Owen Margatin, Guillermo Fema, Henrik Taffler, Antoine Dumont, Arthur Devold Aguella, smashing this by the way, Nicholas Tasson, Kevin Favard, Mark Elshner. Matthew Davies, uh, or Derek Erickson, uh, Luca Kinnell, uh, Matthew Spencer, Hugo Ricken, all got four ones. Congratulations to you. In a really tough field, you should all be chuffed with yourselves. Okay. 
So uh, we've got some interesting lists. Skaven, again in the 4-1 section. I did say you'd see this. And then you got Thanquo in here again. Double Plague Priests, Verminal Warbringer. This makes a lot more sense when you can see that there are two units of 15 Plague Sensor Bearers. Obviously, you've got Double Death Frenzy. Two Warp Grinders in here as well. So pop them up. Death Frenzy everything. Uh, make it fight. Die, fight again. Plague Sensor Bearers, an amazing melee unit. It's really excellent. Blades of Corn by Frederico. It's got Bloodthirst and Sense and Rage. It's got Scarbrand. got Bloodthirst and Sense of Fury. Blood Reavers and some Claws of Karnak. Uh, then we've got another corn, but this time it's Blood Lords. Again, Bloodthirster of Unfettered Fury and Scarbrand. But this time it's got Blood Letters in the mix with Furies and Wrathmongers. Uh, then uh, we've got Soul Black Grave Lords, Legion of the Night. This is quite fun. Uh, Manfred, Necromancer, Vampire Lord. And then 20 Zombies, 30 Skeletons, 2 times 3 Felbats, and double 20 Grave Guard. Not surprised. Those Skeletons of a Battleline are so good at 330 points for holding objectives when they do eventually die. Even the recursion in Soul Black Grave Lords is really where they win. Uh, you've got to block up so much of the board to stop them from just popping little objectives off you, which is very, very frustrating. And Grave Guard, Slap, Vampire, and Manfred is obviously just amazing as a piece. Citizen Sigmar got a 4-1 uh, from Lethis. Steam Tank Commander, Alchemite Warforger, Steam Tank Commander, Lord Ordinator as well, which is quite fun, brought in from Stormcast Eternals. And then four Steam Tanks and the Free Guild Command Core. So... Pluses to their save, loads of shooting, very defensive, um, and then just enough output that you're going to do some real work uh, and be able to clear objectives, which is nice. Uh, oh, and this is also in Lethys as well, so you're going to be able to get real ward saves, which I think is quite nice. Soul Black Grave Lords again, Vampire Lord, Necromancer, Manfred again, Lukavai and King Morlock Velman, and Skeletons. Direwolves, Felbats, and 20 Graveguard. So adding Lukavai instead of having the other Graveguard in this list. I think Luca's great, got the hunger, um, being able to reduce down enemy uh, rend as well feels particularly effective, which I really like. Cheap Necromancers with Blizzard, which should be deleted from the game, all very effective. Corn again, Scarbrand, Bloodthirster, Incense and Rage, and some Claws of Karnak and Flesh Hounds and stuff, the classic. Uh, we did have a Guild of Summoners. Zinch list also go 4-1 as well, but this is Guild of Summoners with Kairos and also the Kron Spine Incarnate. Triple, triple, uh, sorry, double Karakakalites, Zangor and Ungor, and then a Magister, Magister on Discus Inch, and a Zangor Shaman. So just um, just a kind of 2022 classic return, 20, early 2023, more like 2022. Uh, you know, the issue that Zinch has had for a very long time is that it doesn't want you to get too close to its backfield early. The Cronspine resolves that issue for them and it engages in a monster that can deal with melee and shut enemy units down. And then after that, obviously, it can start ramping up that summoning engine, which is summoning loads of extra birds or loads of extra Lords of Change because of the Guild of Summoners. Uh, hasn't been broken, so, you know, and it hasn't also been changed as well. Super linear, we've seen from a lot of Zinch lists. The only Zinch list we've seen that's been any particular difference has been from kind of Midwest US slash two, three weeks ago, where we saw a very different style of Zinch list. Um, and we have seen some fun lists over the past three months, actually. We saw um, nine Theradons, I think, in Zinch, or nine Theradons allied in. Um, something like that. We've seen Chosen allied in as well, which has been quite fun. But they're all doing the same job that the Incarnate is doing, and probably the Incarnate's always just doing it better. 
then we got Seraphon in Fangs of Sotek, and got Lord Croak, a Slan Star Master, uh, Soros Astroth Banabaris, King Star Seer, King Star Priest. The Slan Star Master is the General with the Lord of Celestial Resonance and Space Folder Stave, which is kind of very cookie cutter. And then 10 Soros Warriors, 5 Soros Guard, 10 Raptors on Chargers, 10 Skinks, Pendulum and Grave Tide. And then a pretty fun list, pretty fun list we've seen is Illumineth Realm Lord's Zytrek list, but no tech list in this. Avalonor, Alania and Elethor, Severith, the Light of Eltharion, and a Sonari Cathala, which is the general, which has got the command trait Lawmaster. Um, and then 10 Wardens, 5 Blade Lords, and 2 units of 5 Dawn Riders. This is a really interesting list being played by Nicholas Tassone, in my opinion, uh, because it's got loads of very small moving parts. Zytrek with the bonuses to cast make it that much more effective. Kind of consider it to be like an MSU caster bunker. It's not quite that, but there is quite a lot of elements from there that does really well. Eleanor's really good. And then Avalonor is just your big counterpunch piece. If you do go near kind of all the wizards, uh, and Eleanor, uh, sorry, Avalonor's going to go over and beat you up. Or to be fair, though, the Light of Altharian is also going to beat you up as well. It's actually two real legit, like, melee threats in this army as well. So that's kind of fun. Uh, and then, oh, Nicholas is also the guy who won uh, in uh, an event in Atlanta. Uh, and then uh, we have uh, another Skaven list with a Gracier, a Gracier, two Master Molders, and Thanquil. Then 20 Clan Rats, two lots of four Rat Ogres, and then another and another Hellpit Abomination, and some more Rat Ogres in here as well. Now, Rat Ogres got cheaper in the Battle Scroll update. I personally think Rat Ogres were already pretty good in Skaven. We've seen them played a bit, um, like because they are just very, very effective. They've got recursion. They can come back to life. So I'm not surprised to see them being used more. But this Skaven resurgence is very interesting. Very interesting, especially with Thanquil. That's our third Thanquil in a 5-0 and two four ones. That's pretty good. Um, then we have another corn list uh, as well. But this one's got two Skull Cannons, which is cool. Fun list we've got is Daughters of Cain run by Math Mallow. And this has got Marathi Cain, the Shadow Queen, and Melusay Iron Scale. 15 Bloodstalkers, two lots of nine Shadow Stonkers, so teleport around, and then two lots of five Heart Renders and the Charybdis. So the Charybdis is fun as an ally because obviously no rallies and no inspiring presence within 12 inches is very, very effective. But we've said this before and we'll say it again. The Doors of Cain have got pretty much, like you talk about KO battle tactics being easy. Doors of Cain just turn up with the easiest battle tactics, probably maybe in the game uh so they're able to achieve them and then they're and then beyond that they're given units that can also achieve core tactics like shadow stalkers and also heart renders so they play in really well so then it's the blood stalkers and marathi and whether or not they've got the juice to do the rest of the work that you need which is holding primaries which is kind of interesting so not sure like obviously matt's a great player and he only was able to pop the 4-1 but i think that this could make a resurgence as being one of the easiest and most playable like 4150 armies that are potentially are out there at the moment which are not played not popular at all completely fallen off the map but very very effective and the addition of the charybdis i think uh is is excellent uh, in my opinion then we have another slave sedan or not no we have our only slave sedanus army in the 4-1 category this has got a slave sedanus nurgle demon prince which is quite nice being able to turn off ward saves uh thanks to heroic action feels really good kill sorcerer lord then six varangard because it's all knights of the empty throne with nurgle two lots of sorry one lot of six varangard with corn one lot of three varangard with corn and chaos knights great armor save very defensive anti-magic can fight twice 
does extra damage on the charge from the corn units, much more unkillable in the Nurgle variant as well, runs forward, fights, and asks the question, can you get rid of that many wounds on that good an armor save that early in the game before it ramps up? It's very similar to kind of Gargants in that way, just with more output. A pretty cool list run by Matthew Spencer was a Stormcast Eternals list from Knights at Celsius. Lord Imperitant, a Lord Relictor, a Knight of Zeros, two lots of three Annihilators, two lots of three Annihilators with Grand Hammers, and then five, five Hunters, a unit of Vigilers, a unit of Castigators, and a unit of Raptors with Long Strikes, and then a unit of Raptors with the Hurricane Crossbows, which I think is very, very fun. Uh, in my personal opinion. Um, and a little cheeky take on the Annihilator list. The Annihilators are really good because because if they can drop from the sky, your opponent knows that they have to always watch out for that. And three Annihilators with Great Hammers can do some legit work. Then the Vanguard Hunters are able to pop around and either achieve battle tactics or uh, grab objectives. Uh, then the Long Strikes are going to be able to ping additional mortal wounds. The Hurricane Crossbows, though, no idea. Super fun. Uh, but yeah, excellent work there. And then our final 4-1 is Blades of Corn. And that is it from the Alliance Open. If you get a chance to go to any of their events, you should. Uh, lovely people, great times. Our next event takes heart in takes place in the heart of England. The absolute heart of England in Sheffield. The Sheffield Slaughter Returns. Uh, Age of Sigmar's, one of Age of Sigmar's oldest running ever events. Uh, 94 players played. We had people traveling all the way over from Norway, which is cool, and from as far flung as Derby, which is pretty fun. So 94 players organized at the Doubletree Hilton in Sheffield Park, organized by Liam Alford. Shout out to Liam for organizing the event. Congratulations. So 94 players uh, played and battled it out. Uh, if you would like to see a in-depth report from uh, just, where is he? Somewhere in here. Phil Marshall, down there, in 10th place. Phil and many of the other, uh, a couple of the other guys in his kind of gaming group have been making some videos on the AOS crowd. You can see this here, YouTube channel. Uh, and they've got a couple of different like tournament reports from tournaments they've been to recently. They're all wonderful people. I would go check out that video if you get the chance or check out that YouTube channel if you get the chance. AOS crowd, I'll include it in the show notes. Anyway. So let's go look at the uh, Sheffield Slaughter. So in the two five O's, Jack Armstrong with his uh, Sarah, it does say Flesh Eater Corpse, but that's not correct. That's not true. Uh, and then Max Barton with Magikin Nurgle, which is true. So Jack's list was Seraphon and Starborn. And it's very much, sorry, Subfactions, Fangs and Sotak. And it's for everything that we would have seen pre the Battle Scroll. So Slan Star Master with Arcane Might and Space Folder Stave. Although the command trait is different. That would have been Lordy Celestial Resonance. Uh, then the Skink Star Priest, Croak, Ashroth Banner Bearer, Skink Stars here. Soros Guard, Soros Guard, uh, Soros Warriors, Malevolent Maelstrom, Umbrook Spell Portal, and Suffocating Grave Tide. So just a croak bomb like we've seen previously and then magikin nurgle uh very much uh, max has actually been playing this list quite a lot over the past i'm gonna say six to eight months uh but i think ever since oh, what was that event organized by there was an event in the uk and then since then everyone has been doing glockin and the big guys uh so glockin orgots uh blobe morbid x twice born and rotbringer sorcerer and then three lots of 10 plague bearers in the list as well so even though it's removed sloppity blip blop from being able to be summoned in because it's being able to be summoned in and then make it so that P units can't pile in there's just lots of monsters with ward saves healing they're applying disease points and they're making uh, units counter charge into you and stopping you from charging them um 
So just an, uh, just again, excellent. I think this will continue to do really well. Four one five zero. It's got quite a high skill ceiling because you got have to plan out being able to do your counter charges ahead of time before you um, before you start moving your Nurgle units around, uh, and then you just let the the power of the army start ticking itself over, which is good and great to see for Nurgle as well. In the four one section, we've got a who's who, a smorgasbord, a smorgasbord of Warhammer from around the world, England and Norway. Uh, in f in the first, uh, in the, uh, one of our only two foreigner draws that we've got, it's Phil Sprignall with Luminath Realm Lords, who won best overall at the event. So that was a mixture of gaming, painting, and just being a fucking treasure. Uh, and so that's Phil with his Luminath Realm Lords list. It's very fun. It's got two units of 15 played lords. We'll talk about that in a moment. Phil's also agreed to do an interview with me, which is cool. All the way over from Norway is Danny Elvsted. Love Danny. Super great human being with his OCR Bone Reapers. Dan Bradshaw with his Blades of Corn. Richard McCallie with his Flesh Eater Quartz. One of the first of outings we've seen of Flesh Eater Quartz on the tables, which is super cool. So we'll talk about that more in a bit. Mick Wendell with Disciples of Zinch. Tom Morsley with his Skaven. Give Adeld with his Blades of Corn. Skullfiend Tribe. Again, all the way over from Norway. Phil Marshall with his Night Haunt list. Um, and then Tom Blacksall with his Ogre Moor Tribes list, which is quite fun because he brought the Moor Pit, or as it's more affectionately known, the Mussy. Benjamin Flutter with his OCR Bone Reapers Noel Myriad list. Uh, and then Andy Brown with his Carriage Overlords Barrack Zon. Tom Patton with his Carriage Overlords Barrack Zon. Dom Stonebridge with his Stormcast Eternals, Hammers of Sigmar. And then Alex Bruce with his Fire Slayers Vorstrag list. I actually don't think I ended up open up Andy's list. Anyway, in no particular order, I'm going to go through these lists. Andy's list was using Barrackzon. He had a Navigator and Endron Master with Endron Harness twice. And then he had six Endron Riggers, six Endron Riggers, ten Arconaut Company, and two Arconaut Frigates and Gotrek. This is going to mirror the other KO list, which we're going to look at, which again is going to use Endron Riggers in Frigates with the uh, with Gotrek. We do wonder post-battle scroll with the points changes going up if we're going to see significant changes to the kind of uh, the classic Ironclad and Thunderer list. But we already were seeing trends where frigates were way more popular than the Ironclad list as well. Although we saw that classic uh, LVO list from Jeremy where we got the Ironclad, so we got the Thunderers in the frigates. So he mixed it all up, which was fun. Uh, then our Fire Slayers list is a little bit of a throwback uh, where we have an Auric Rune Father. This is in Vorstag, another Auric Rune Master, a Battlesmith. This is played by Alex Bruce. An Auric Rune Smiter, two Flame Keepers. So they've got the stacking um, buffs that they can dish out thanks to the dying Volkites that they have here. And he's got a unit of 30 Volkite Berserkers and then two lots of 10 and then a big brick of melee 15 Hearthguard Berserkers and that Molten Infernoth as well. So a big punch hammer unit, which is fun to see. Then uh, Dom with his Stormcast Eternals is running Encanta, Karazai, Ionis Cryptborn, and Night Relictor. And then the Light of Altharian has been allied in. And then two units of Vanquishers and unit of Dragothian Guard Forminators and the Quest of Soul Sworn. Uh, so obviously Karazai in here and Ionis is two big monsters taking up a thousand points pretty much of the list. Um, and the Light of Altharian. But that does give you three melee uh, pieces in here, which I think is very interesting, uh, especially with pushing off objectives. Then you've got Barracks on KO, and this is the other KO list I was talking about, uh, being played by Tom Patton. Tom should be super chuffed with his results here. Uh, but again, Endron Riggers in frigates with Gotrek guarding the boat, which I think is fun. Benjamin Fluda over from Norway with Normeria, Catacross, 
Ocean Effector, Liege Cavalos, 30 Mortis Guard, 6, uh, sorry, 30 Mortec Guard, 6 Immortus Guard, and then a Harvester in here. So Spell Ignore, good armor saves, Recursion, thanks to the Harvester, um, Recursion also thanks to Catacross and his pluses to save. Then our Ogre Moor Tribes list uh, by Tom Blacksall. Tom should be super chuffed with this. In Meat Fist, Frostlord Stonehorn, Slaughtermaster, Firebelly. Tom continues the trend we've seen for the past several months now where Iron Guts are battle line, where we get Gluttons in as well. But he mixed it up a little bit where he brought the Moor Pit as a terrain piece with a Gorgia Moor Pack as well. And then a unit of 20 Moblars. Uh, Noblars, sorry. I think the Gorgia Moor Pack is adding some nice um, uh, like situational mo mobility to the list which I think is interesting because the Iron Guts are slightly slower, but he's going to be able to push pretty aggressively. The Stonehorn at the start probably isn't going to want to, but can, which I think is interesting. Also, the Iron Guts, super slap. Then our Nighthaunt list being played by Phil is Scarlet Doom with two Spirit Torments, Cruel Gas Cruciator, Guardian Souls, and then he has in total 50 Blightgeist Revenants split up over three units of 10, two units of 20, two lots of Hex Wraiths, some Spirit Hosts, and some Mimron Banshees as well. Uh, again, like I said, Phil's probably going to talk about this uh, on his YouTube channel. You should go check it out and have a listen, because I'm sure there'll be some really interesting insights from a really great player there. Uh, Blades of Corn list uh, being played by, I don't know who, uh, but our Blades of Corn list is a Bloodmaster, Blood Secretor, Slaughter Priest, Bloodthirster and Fet Fury with literally the loadout, Scarbrand, and some stuff. Uh, and like I've said previously, whoever said Claws of Karanak will be replaced with Untamed Beasts, well done, you win the prize for the most obvious switch ever. Uh, you actually got cheaper Untamed Beast now, <laughs> which is kind of fun, but regardless. Uh, okay, then you've got Skaven, uh, Verminal Warbringer, Scabbit Player Seeker. This is played by Tom. Um, Verminal Warps here, plague, two Plague Priests, Gracier on Screaming Bell, then 15, 10 Plague Sensor Bearers, and two lots of 20 Clan Rats. Like we saw in... Um, like we saw in Europe recently, it's obviously going to be that. Uh, it's, it's the way Scabic is able to help you hold objectives, as well as everything you're going to get from the Screaming Bell while you're getting Death Frenzy on the incredible Plague Sensor Bearers uh, in here as well. This is more what I expect to see, uh, because I think this is this makes more sense. So when I do see the Hell Pits and the Doom Wheels from some of the other Skaven lists that we've seen this week, the game becomes a little bit more varied and uh, like a little bit not more interesting, but like it shows that there's more strength in that book than you might initially say, but just because Plague Sense Sparrows are good. Uh, Mick was running his Disciples Zinch, Guild of Summoners, Gaunt Summoners Zinch, Magister, Fluxmaster, Zangor Shaman, two lots of 10 Karakakalites and a unit of 10 Pink Horrors. Nice to see them back. And then a unit of six Ogroid Therodons and six Zangor Enlightened on Disc of Zinch. So these are replacing what we've seen from uh, the European list where we have seen the Incarnate replaced for the Therodons instead and the Zangor Enlightened in here as well. I think that's quite interesting because it gives you it's probably the same output, not the same survivability. But again, the game is just trying to do the list is trying to do the same thing. So how we do have the horrors stopping you from getting at all the units at the back as the summoning engine kicks up. So a couple of extra steps other than putting an incarnate in, uh, but still very, very interesting. Phil Sprignall with an incredible list, Lumineth Realm Lords in Alumnia. An Enlightener, a Calagrave, a Banner Blade, a Lord Regent, a Light of Altharian, Eleanor and Elethor, the Eclipsian War Sages, and then two lots of 15 Blade Lords, another unit of five Blade Lords, and a unit of five Dawn Raiders. Twin Stones and Ravenax Ashen Jaws. There's actually a lot going on this list I don't get, so I've just asked Phil to do an interview, so we're going to do that in the future, so watch out for that. 
Then we have another Null Myriad list, which is Leech Cavalos, Osafected Catacross, five Death Riders, six Guard, 30 Mortec Guard, and then a Harvester. So I think we got a duck with the same list. Danny and Benjamin took the same list to an event, I think, which is fun. Uh, there's another Blades of Corn list played by someone. I can't remember who. Uh, and then finally, our Flesh City Courts list played by Richie. It's Hollow Morn with two Abhorrent Art Regents, a Vargulf Courtier, a Maros Grown Herald, and then 30 Crypt Ghouls, nine Crypt Horrors, 10 Crypt Ghouls, a unit of 20 Royal Beast Flares, two units of three Morbeg Knights, and the Chalice of Ushran. So there's lots that's going to be said about Flesh City Courts in the coming days. This is our first example of the list being played by a really excellent player. Uh, so the fact that we didn't have... Normally you get lists played by good players early in the edition they normally do additionally well this was a very tough field so you know no, no disrespect for richie for not going out there but i'm not necessarily certain we're going to see them immediately jump into that 5-0 category especially when what they want to do is a lot of damage and corn is in the mix at the top end of the meta right now but there's still loads to say there's loads of output coming out from crypt horrors they do some insane amount of damage uh, and then when you finally do wipe out the unit they're going to bring the whole unit back so this is quite interesting in my personal opinion uh, and that's it that's it for the four ones great event it looks like loads of loads of really great players playing at the event uh, very very tough field uh, to perform at shout out to peter twig uh, for an amazing performance at this event as well hope everyone had a great time let's move on our next event takes us over to the United States of America for the Cherokee Open being held at uh, it's quite a nice hotel. It's quite a nice hotel in North Carolina. However, amazingly, the local jewelry store next door has got a 50% sale on. So if anyone happens to be in Whittier, North Carolina, is looking for some cheap uh, cheap jewellery that's available, which is pretty nice. Okay, jumping into our 5-0 category, Chai Zola um won the event and we even thank you to andrew in the chat i've got a picture of him i don't know if we've actually asked if he's okay with this but he's looking great with his big old sword uh well big old mace sorry so congratulations to him also shout out to andrew for sending us some pictures uh of mike mackaby just because i love a picture of mike mackaby but moving on from that there's some great pictures and if you listen to this as a podcast not quite as useful uh but you'll see some great hobby pictures in here as well which all look really nice the two cities of sigmar army pictures go really hard like the display board guys really really hard uh which is really good uh there we go so well done scott dealman uh okay right let's go look at the let's go look at the 5-0 list being played by uh chai chai by the interestingly thanks to rob 33rd best performing player in the world right now in the TSM player ranking. So shout out to him. That's pretty incredible. Uh, so Chai Zola, with his Blades of Corn, was running Skullfiend Tribe, Blood Secretor, Rungor Richless, Scarbrand, Bloodthirster, and Fetter Fury, Slaughter Priest, some Skull Reapers, two lots of ten, some Blood Reapers, and a Skull Reaper, uh, uh, and uh, six Furies. And I'm not going to talk any more about Corn, but congratulations to Chai. The four ones get a little bit, because they're not four ones, the uh, five ones, sorry, get a little bit different because... Uh, the TO, Captain Andrew, organized the players into different pods, kind of. And if you don't know how Pod Warhammer works, it's a lot like the Hunger Games, where everyone gets separated out into different teams, and eventually there's a single winner, uh, which is pretty great. So we're going to go through those now. In the 5-1 section, you've got Mike Maccabee with his Nighthaunt Scarlet Doom. Walter Brock, interestingly, Walter... Uh, known as the Bone Lord or the Bone Dragon or something like that, is actually 97. Now, he's our oldest Age of Sigmar player in the stats. 
most people don't know that. So shout out to Walter Brock of the Georgia War Band. Uh, pretty tough time for old Walter. But he's having a great time. He said he remembers uh, playing war games before the Second World War, which I think is amazing that that was still happening. Uh, so, yeah, he was running OCR Bone Reapers, Mortis Praetorians. And then Scott Dealman uh, is playing Seraphon. Kevin Lathers is playing Fire Slayers. Uh, Frederick Schmidt with his Lumina Throne Lords. And then Robert Colt with his... Blades of Corn, Reapers of Vengeance. So let's go look at the list now. The Nighthawk list is Lady Alinda, Spirit Torment, Guardian of Souls, Dreadblade Harris, Spirit Torment, Cruelgast Cruciator, and two lots of Dread Blade Guys Revenants, Six Spirit Hosts, and Purple Sun, and some Banshees. So it does seem like Blade Guys Revenants and Nighthawk are back. Two different Blade Guys lists being played in two very different ways by two different players across the world but congratulations to mike on that 5-1 doing amazingly well then we have ocr OC, bone reapers mortis praetorians being played by the aforementioned oap water brock he's playing manfred von karstein arkhan the black mortis and bone shaper then in a mortis guard a unit of six cavalos death riders uh cavalos death riders but then he has brought some fell bats and some grave guard because he's using the Regiment of Renown, Manfred's Regiment of Renown is what he's brought in. So he's got Manfred von Karstein. So that's going to be teleport within six inches and then charge in, which is going to be amazing. So no one was expecting this, but the, that Regiment of Renown now being played in OCR Bone Reapers and doing super well. Congratulations to uh, Walter and his Gussie. Uh, Scott Dealman is running Seraphon Starborn with his Skink Stars here, Slan Starmaster, Ashlock Banabera, Croak, Celestin Prime, Pterodon Chief. Source Guard, Skinks, Source Warriors. Uh, so this is just a Croak Bomb with some additional elements. The Celestin Prime and the Pterodon Chief doing even more Mortal Wounds, which is cool. Our Fire Slayers list being played by Kevin Lathers is got an Auric Rune Master, Rune Smiter, Ionis Cryptborn, Battlesmith, Auric Flamekeeper, Auric Rune Father on Magmadroth, and then 30, 20 Auric Hearthguard, 15 Auric Hearthguard, um, 10 Volkite Berserkers, and then same again. Sorry, they don't put the... If it's done in the app, it doesn't tell you the amount, which is super annoying, so I can't remember. But it's quite fun having Ionis in a Fire Slayer's army. That's quite an interesting little trick there. Being able to turn off ward saves for the opponent's army feels like that's very good for a melee concentrated army. Our Lumineth Realm Lord's army is Alumnia with a Cathalar, the Light of Altharian, Avalonor, the Stoneheart King, Leora, and a Cenari Calagrave, and then five Dawn Riders, five Dawn Riders, 20 Wardens, five Blade Lords, and then 10 more Wardens. And then the Rune of Petrification, Suffocating Gravetide, and Hishian Twinstones. So very much like we've seen already in England, uh, the non-techless castle build of casters in Light of Altharian, great combat piece with Avalonor as well in there. And then instead of having any Blade Lords, having multiple Wardens in the list feels like the other take, which is uh, very, very interesting. Uh, and then... Over to Corn, uh, Reapers of Vengeance, it's Bloodthirst of Unfettered Fury, Scarbrand, Valkyrie, Rome Gore Riches, Slaughter Priest, and Blood Secretor, then Templar Warriors, Templar Reavers, Templar Reavers, Five Flesh Hounds, and then a Chaos Chariot, a Chaos Chariot, and then Riptooth. So these uh, these uh, Chaos Chariots being allied in is very, very interesting, in my opinion. They're only 80 points, they're super cheap, they take up a lot of board space, which I think is very, very fun. Valkyrie in the list as well is a hot take still got scarbrand and bloodthirster but the chariots are unique and interesting anyway as far as i'm aware that's what the to has sent me as the five ones from the list 
looks like there was some great hobby. Looks like people had a great time. Shout out to everyone at the Cherokee Open. Hope they had a wicked time. Our next event is the Lair of the Bridge Troll being held in England, uh, which is pretty nice. Uh, some big news from this 18-person event is that there was lasagna, uh, garlic bread, and salad available for lunch. And in the evening, Saturday night, uh, they all went for a curry in Tiverton, uh, which I'm very jealous of, uh, which is very good. And they ended up going to Narwab. So if you've ever been to Tiverton, gone and got yourself a Narwab curry, looks excellent. And uh, the pretty reasonably priced as well. Anyway... <laughs> the uh, 5-0 from this event is Bing Torrance of the Stormcast Eternals and it, well playing Stormcast Eternals sorry he was running Astral Templars and he had Lord Arcanum on Griff Charger who was his general Karazai the Scarred Lord Veriton and then two lots of Vanguard Hunters a unit of Reinforced Palador so unit 6 and then a unit of Vanguard Raptors with Longstrike Crossbows and another unit as well. So I think one of the ways that this would quite clearly work is it's going to do a lot of shooting because of the Longstrike Crossbows. And then it's got a lot of mobility thanks to the Paladors and also Lord Arcanum and Griff Charger with Karazai obviously taking up a large portion of the board. And because of the points reduction, being able to be that much more effective, which is great. So congratulations to Bing, Torrance feels like a fake name but congratulations to you for doing so well our four one is a idnet deepkin army first time we've been able to talk about those today which is good then this is northlar so achillean king uh an ishran soul render and then a hurricane spirit of the wind that's been allied in 30 namati thralls 20 namati reavers 20 namati reavers and a achillean leviadon and then five vanguard hunters so you've got the big monster quite a lot of shooting from 40 reavers a big combat block in the thralls you've got the slap king in here as well then you've got some additional shooting thanks to the hurricane spirit of the wind and you've also got some uh, nice little teleporting in the vanguard hunters so a very specific type of list which i think is great shout out to the lair of the bridge troll hope everyone there had a great time and enjoyed the curry on saturday night our last event is in Austria. And while not as big as the other events that we've covered, the Age of Styria had 18 players playing alongside a 40k event uh, in Austria and is massive for the Austrian scene, which is cool. means the Austrian scene is growing and getting bigger and bigger, which is cool. And that's going to happen as time goes on for each one of the independent scenes. We've obviously seen this for things like the Philippines and some of the other uh, places where, you know, I was at uh, an Age Sigma event at LVO like eight years ago and there was like 50 people. And now obviously it's absolutely huge in the USA. So it takes time, but 18 players playing. Congratulations to all of those. Uh, Styria is a state uh, in uh, in Austria, just for some other feedback, which is super cool as well. Okay, so we don't have any 5-0s, but we do have four four ones. Oh, and the event was organized by Daniel Ziesel. Shout out to Daniel. So in our four four ones, we've got Manuel Schopper, uh, sorry, Manuel Schopler with his Gloomspite Gits, Michael Wingersel with his Carriage and Overlords, Daniel Turok with his Beast of Chaos, and then Michael Uschelberger with his Nighthorn, nailed it, uh, in there as well. So our Gloomspite Gits list is a Madcap Shaman in King's Gits with Scragrock Grinkrack and a Squig Boss, then 10 Boy Grot Bounders, 5 Bing Boy Grot Bounders, and the 36 Squig Herd. Then... Six Leaky Snufflers, five Gobblepalooza, and the Sports Black Fanatics in this list as well. Uh, then our KO list was Carriage and Overlords of Barak Nar, and it's Celestine Prime, an Admiral, and a Navigator, and then 10 Company, 10 Thunderers, 10 more Arcanaut Company, two lots of three Arcanaut Frigates, sorry, two Arcanaut Frigates, apologies, and then six 
Andrian riggers as well. So I think the frigates are going to maintain their place now as the kind of the go-to for KO. Uh, we do have a Beast of Chaos list, rare to see, but nice to see, uh, in All Herd with Bellacore, Beast of Chaos, Angos, Shaman, Bray Shaman, and a Doom Ball, and then 10 Ungor, 20 Gore, 10 more Gore, 10 more Ungor, and then 6 Bolgor, a Chaos Gargan, and then Beast of Chaos, Zangor Enlightened. So this is quite interesting. You don't tend to see Beast of Chaos much at the moment. They don't have a lot of recursion, but they do have the ability to get an amazing kind of turn one, turn two alpha strike in there and be able to shut down the opponent's way of playing. But again, they're not that popular because they are a knife-edge army that could definitely fall apart. And finally, our Scarlet Doom list being played by Michael is Nighthaunt Scarlet Doom, Guardian Souls, Cruel Gas Cruciator, and Two Spirit Torments, and then three lots of 20 Blagueyes Revenants. And these seem to be the standout from our Nighthaunt picks. Don't forget they all got a two-inch increase in the Battle Scroll updates on their weapons. They went from one inch to two inch. They've ended up being more effective. We've seen them now in uh, the UK, in Europe, and in Austria. Well, sorry, in the Netherlands. We've seen them in the Netherlands, Austria, and also in the UK just over the course of this weekend. Oh, we also saw them, no, we saw them in the USA as well. So definitely very, very popular, uh, which is which is interesting. That's everything from the event in Austria. Thank you to uh, the players for, especially Haunchy TV in the chat, for giving me a load of information, uh, which is cool. So that wraps up all of the events from the weekend. What are my thoughts? Well, there's some ongoing trends, there's some new developing trends, and the game is in a very interesting place. Post about scroll, Nighthaunt seem to be here, and that's quite interesting. Blade Guys Revenants everywhere. That's a little hot take. Moving on from that, it does seem like Skaven have really settled into a place where there's different Skaven builds, different Skaven units, and different ways to play Skaven, and they're continuously doing very, very well there. We've had our introductions to Flesh Eater Courts hitting the tables, which is cool. We have the ever-present and dominant state of Corn in the meta, which I think seems strong and particularly popular. We have underrated armies that are barely played, like Gargants, which do incredibly well. And again, the kind of accepted fact that Gloomspite Gits are going to continue to do well with multiple different builds and multiple different ways to play. We've seen some Stormcast feature, which has been quite interesting as well, with Karazai and that points reduction maybe making some effect in the game, which I think has been uh, pretty interesting. Soulblight Gravelords continue their place in the meta with Manfred seeming particularly popular and also I'm loving the list from the US where we saw Manfred being played in OCR Bone Reapers making use of those new regiments of renown from the Mad King Rises which I covered in a bunch of videos if you want to go check those out. We also had that kind of interesting trend where we've seen a bunch of techless, sorry, a bunch of Lumineth Realm Lords lists without techless as well which has been fun but we have also seen still performing in the top slots croak bombs doing very very well and still being very effective which is unsurprising so seraphon still up there carriage and overlords have also featured pretty heavily as well inside of this so there's lots of armies vying it out for the top spots and they look like they're performing quite well but i think some of them definitely feel very dominant corn and some of them could be very dominant broad stomp but they're not being played as much which is interesting. Thank you to everyone uh, who watches the show. If you like the show, we do have faction chats where we talk about all the different armies in New Sigma in the Patreon Discord. If you want to sign up to Patreon, help support the show, that'd be great. Please do that. Like, comment, subscribe, leave a comment. Just be like, <laughs> great show, love it. Uh, all that helps support the show or share it with your friends and family, especially your family. Sh send this to your nan, she'll love it. Thank you for listening. Hope you have a lovely day.